Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. can't even can't even make it that far no um hello you and everyone else listening but you especially um this is blighty day fiance and this is a recap of 90 day the other way season four episode 12 entitled The Glow Soon Becomes Ashes. Uh, I am your host, Michelle, and with me today is not my spouse, but my soul sister, soul twin, twin flame, twin flame, love, love. <laughs> it's Amanda Lipnack. Hello. Hello again, friends. I forgot. I feel so bad because I forgot to congratulate you on your nuptials oh, in our you. last episode. You you even talked about getting married recently, and I didn't say congratulations. And when I listened to the episode, I was absolutely mortified. So I didn't even notice it. So you're just fine. <laughs> so, but thank you, thank you. Yes, we. It's almost been two whole months. Almost. Oh, it's so exciting! It is. It is. We we're having a great time. Oh, I'm so glad. Yes. Um, so Amanda is very helpfully filling in for Robin. Robin has a um, presentation due. It sounds like he's in elementary school. <laughs> Does he have a book report? He has a book report due on the 10th of May, and he is otherwise engaged. He He unfortunately just cannot spin uh that many plates um 
so he won't be back until after that, although he will be joining me and a uh, friend of the show, Elliot Wilson, for our coronation celebration, question mark. I'm uh, super where- <laughs> excited about this. I'm actually, sp- my best friend is British, and I'm spending the night at her house the night before so we can get up at the god-awful hour on the East Coast to watch this hullabaloo, because we're nerds. That is dedication. I I don't even know what to expect from that. I mean, I don't think anyone does because the last coronation was in like nineteen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I should know well before our time. I mean, there are people whose entire lives were coronationless. Mm -hmm. Like they just they never got to experience it. So it's kind of it's cool in that respect. Um, The last one though was four hours long and. I have Great. a feeling. <laughs> Great. We'll have a lot of mimosas. It'll be fine. It'll be totally fine. I just, I, I can't imagine how they're going to fill the time. Cause it's not like a wedding, you know, where. No, we get to watch people come have, in in their outfits and we can talk about clothes for forever. Yes. We're not going to have. Well, that. I'm probably going to do that anyway, but. Oh, sure. Um, I want to know what everyone's wearing. Yeah. I know what he's going to be. He's going to be wearing some kind of like insane Uber crown. Mm-hmm. Um, There'll be a lot of medals on his jacket. There will be. You'll be able to hear him coming from all the way <laughs> down the other end of the church. <laughs> what were we supposed to be talking we're about? We're going to talk about toe. But, you know, we're us, so we're going to bob and weave a little bit. But we are here to talk about toe and I am um, singing Irish lullabies to donkeys. Yeah. And normally I wouldn't have expected that to be part of of toe but as um my other twin soul uh jake anthony said to me the other day salvador dolly is up in heaven looking down from one of his melting clocks and saying yes this this is what i wanted that (laughs) this is what it was all about (laughs) she brings me such joy in the silliest ways I can't figure out if she's real or not. I think she is. I want to believe she is. I sort of need to believe she is right now. But it's also so ridiculous that I kind of am unsure. I I feel the same way. And I, Robin has been making fun of me for this mercilessly, but I genuinely didn't see it coming that Osama was a scammer. I did not see that coming either. I mean, I thought he might not be purely on the up and up, particularly when he said, you know, I have dark things within me or whatever it was that he said. <laughs> he said the quiet part out loud. Um, but wow, that was a turn. I did not expect that. Should we just jump into them? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So yeah, I, first of all, she needs to stop calling his parents mom and dad. I need that for my soul. <laughs> I I am not one of those people. I do not refer to my in-laws by mom and dad. I have a mom and a dad. They're the only people I call that. I know other people don't live that way. That's fine. You do you. you but she mean, met these people two minutes ago, and they're a year older than she is. So you're not Mike Pence, you mean? Like, uh, well, you, you wouldn't call your husband father? father. <laughs> no, no, I wouldn't. I, I think some of it is, I'm an only child, so I've never actually said, you know, mom and dad to anybody in that way that siblings do. So I think that kind of creeps me out to begin with because it's just strange. But no, I don't refer to my husband as father. Um, I don't even refer to my own father as father 
because I'm not <laughs> Paul of Paul and Carini. Um, it's just weird. She needs to stop doing that. But yeah, he he really shocked me with the whole turn and just the calling her crazy. And you can tell he's a intense introvert. Cool. I am. I can be as well. Um, I think her prattling on constantly would drive me nuts too. I would want her to shut up sometimes too. Because <laughs> sometimes you just need quiet to paint or do whatever you're doing. But wow, he got mean. Yeah, I couldn't, you know, I couldn't really track the escalation for that. Like we're working with, <laughs> we're working with a dog behaviorist, um, which will not be a surprise to any of our longtime listeners because <laughs> our dogs run this house. It's not the other way around. And uh, we bow to their every whim. Um and it's 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 now causing us some some problems. So we're dealing with that. And the the behaviorist was talking about how you can see in a dog's body language uh way ahead of when they're going to mm. commit an act of aggression, I guess, whether it's like biting or snapping or something. And and once you see it, you can't unsee it. It's like the body goes completely stiff. And and I feel like Normally I can tell, you know, like normally there's sort of an, there's sort of an escalation, mm -hmm. but there wasn't, there wasn't right. Was zero to mean really quick. And just it wasn't even mean. Like he has contempt for her. Yes. Yes. He has contempt, contempt is for the her. right word. And I don't know. Once you have contempt for somebody, I think all bets are off. She has to go home now. Right? Like there, there's nothing else to be done here. Yeah, I mean, she's not gonna, she's not gonna stay in Morocco, I wouldn't have thought. Although, I'm not so sure that I, if, look, if she really, if it's Morocco that she's really into and, and attracted to, and it seemed like when they were in, um, Rabat, Mm -hmm. That there was a good artistic community there that was fairly non-judgmental. I don't know. I've never been, so I I can't speak to that. But, um, I mean, I don't think she could stay there without a spousal visa, probably. But she might pick up another young buck. You know, she's got. She does have a very. I I can't stop kind of envisioning her as uh like an alternate timelines Janis Joplin who didn't tragically die at 27. I can you see know, that. She's, she's got that very like, she's super laid back, but she's also got a really commanding presence. You know what she I mean? She has a lot of energy. She takes up a lot of room just, and I like that about her. Um, I'd say Morocco's not doing her hair any favors, but it wouldn't do my <laughs> hair any favors either. That would be bad. Um, but I, I don't know. I, it doesn't seem that she's that in love with Morocco. I think she was in love with this strange man who actually seemed to really accept her, seemed to, for who she was. And I get the sense probably in Spring Hill, Georgia, she doesn't find a lot of people who do. So that probably felt lovely. And she's clearly obsessed with her age because the number of times she makes reference to yeah. feeling young, looking young, all the things. So I don't think she's comfortable in her own aging but she 
if, if she doesn't go home next episode, I don't know what's going to happen. I did hear there's only two more episodes and then we have tell-alls. So we're, we're wrapping up. God, that went by so fast. I love Toe. It's Toe and BT90 are my favorite. Um, Mine too. And I, and I think Toe is my favorite because I love seeing other countries. If nothing yeah, else, I love seeing other countries. Well, I think the stakes are always so much higher too, mm-hmm. you know, like, and quite selfishly, I really enjoy watching um, watching American exceptionalism being picked apart mm-hmm. and <laughs> and being challenged and you can you can see the people who do the best are the ones who don't walk in with that attitude and who actually first uh, so many of these people seem to be unaware of the google machine and learning about the country to which they're moving even gabe pissed me off this week and he's like i don't know what's involved in a colombian wedding i'm like you you have a, a computer in your hand this, all the time. All the time. This is not difficult information to come up with. And yet none of these people ever do. It, whatever. But yeah, she has to go home next time. And I'm so I'm so afraid we're going to have a really nasty scene where her, her husband, I'm sorry, her son does the I told you so dance. And I don't want that for her because she no. was so genuine and so earnest in this plan. It, I do. I would love to see more of the rivalry between um her two children though because oh, yeah, there's that, something there <laughs> i i am still holding on to the sweet sweet memory of her son absolutely losing it when debbie said something like uh oh why can't you be more accepted you know sandy's mm-hmm. really accepting and he's like no the fuck she's not you know <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't feel like her children are besties i i I, I might be reading that wrong, but yeah, no. I think she just needs to take her incredible collection of very cool purses and caftans. Um, my husband suggested the other day that she reminds him of Mrs. Roper um, of Three's Company yeah. fame, um, but she needs to take her amazing wardrobe of all of her accessories and just go home and go <sighs> go do something else because this is not the place for her to be. Yeah, she needs to... I don't even know where she needs to relocate to. Not not where she lives. Mm-mm. You know, Georgia's maybe, not the place for her. No. No. I don't even think the East Coast is the place for her. I feel like she belongs in some place like Eugene, Oregon. Like where she can just go or like Northern California. Like not right? even like the Bay Area, but like really Northern California. Where yeah. She could just go be really artsy, live her happy life. Her kids can come visit her and be jerks. Probably not together. And, <laughs> and she can just go live her life. But um, I also feel like we need to acknowledge the fact that Osama's sister is gorgeous and lovely and clearly was in on the plan to get the hell out of Kimiset. Because it wasn't, yes. I thought you were going to leave. It was, I thought we were going to leave. Right. Right. Um, I'll tell you what plan they weren't on. And I can say that now that we know that he's a dickhead. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the dental plan. Oh, there's, <laughs> there are so many mouthhole situations going on there. And I, I realize, you know, as, as Americans, we have a level of obsession with our teeth that many other cultures do not, but it's, I worry about how they eat their dinner. 
is real. I mean, it, never mind what it looks like. I'm worried about, you know, how they get through their day. I don't know about you, but I was, and I suspect this is true of of most Americans. Um, but I was raised with the fear that like my teeth were going to start growing out of my nose or something like that. Sorry, let me close WhatsApp. Sorry about that. Um, Yeah. Like I thought that if I, I, I was just so afraid of something bad happening to my teeth, you know, I had lots of teeth problems as a kid. I was like a cavity prone kid. I was on like prescription toothpaste. So like teeth were always a thing. I also had some dental trauma, but like I was never afraid of that. But I'll tell you, as I get older, I have this fear of falling and like knocking out my two front teeth because that just sounds so painful. And I I know I couldn't not fix that because that would drive me insane. Never mind how expensive it is to fix that. But yeah, we live in a different dental world than than everybody else. Than the rest of the world, yeah. I mean, even here, it's really only been in, I guess I've been here about 15 years if I was rounding up. And it's really only been in the past sort of, I would say, seven to 10 years that people have started like really focusing on their teeth. Hmm. but. It's kind of a, it's a very disturbing overcorrection because instead of like getting braces or Invisalign or something like that. Chiclet teeth. Oh yeah. Yeah. A lot of chiclet teeth. Yeah. And um, I don't know, I, I don't know if others are aware of this, but when you, when you get like Groupon teeth, they're not designed for your mouth. <laughs> and so when you talk like, it takes a while for the teeth to settle and it just makes you sound weird. And like, especially when it's not such a big thing in London, but it's, it's a bigger thing kind of in the, in the Essex area, which I, I always um, compare to sort of like the bridge and tunnel crowd. Got it. Of, of the New York area. Um, And also up, up North, like Liverpool, they're, they're big into, lip fillers and fake teeth and and all of that stuff. And that and that's fine. It it's a choice. I just think it's a massive overcorrection. It's like for hundreds of years British dentistry was like, well, my horse is getting, you know, shod. So <laughs> let's have a look at the old uh chompers, right? <laughs> God. My ex-father-in-law had De- removable dentures and he would like take them out and like hang out for hours and it was it was challenging it was he sounded awful he looked awful he looked like a cartoon he was a wonderful wonderful man and it was just not a good choice on his part but um yeah yeah so the the family osama has clearly no dental insurance um or regular dentistry in their life um his mother seems so overwhelmed by this whole thing She's kind of oh, sat God. there with, you know, deer in headlights look about her. Yeah. She's, I, I spent a lot of time, I would pause on her face and, and try to kind of pick up in a, in a, in an empath sort of way, like, 
what she was giving because I wonder about the silent mothers. You know, we don't, we have more than one of them. We also have um, uh, Mahmoud's mother who, right. you know. Say anything, but she just kind of <laughs> hovers. <laughs> that woman is always in the shot no matter what's happening. I, I suspect their apartment is probably not a whole lot bigger than the room I'm in right now. Like it looks very small. So I don't really think she has anywhere else to go if she's going to be in the apartment. Um, no, God bless yeah. her. Oh, should, should we move to those two? Yeah. Tragic souls. I don't like either of them, but I don't like them for very different reasons. Um, but I actually have some, some something empathy doesn't feel like quite the right word but i do have something for mahmoud because i really think he believes if she embraces his culture it will make her so much happier yes i don't think he's trying to impose it upon her from a place of control though i do think there's a lot of that going on here i think he genuinely thinks if she dresses really modestly if she covers her hair if she prays the way he does she will be happier and he loves her so he wants her to be happier I agree completely. I, um, I have very little to add to that. And and I don't think that this is within the typical narrative arc that is not only, and I know this word is overused, but not only problematic, but also I would say harmful and untrue that that all Muslim men <laughs> are interested in you know, controlling women or having some kind of it. I mean, I'm sick of that, but you, you were, please continue. No, I was going to say, I agree with you. And I think, I don't think that's the case here. I think we've seen a lot of those stories told. I don't feel like that's quite what's going on here though. I do think, I do think if you look at it really quickly on the surface, that's what it looks like. Yet another controlling Muslim man trying to control this woman. I don't think it's entirely that. I think she is, I've heard many people say, and I don't disagree, that she would be the perfect candidate to join a cult. Yes. Um, she She's clearly very – she very much needs to control her environment to stay safe. Like you can see she just doesn't feel safe right. in Egypt. And she doesn't feel safe for a multitude of reasons, Not the, the most of which is that her husband wants her to be someone else. Yeah. And I think if you put – you know, if you force the two of them to – say what they love about each other i don't think they could actually say anything no i think they would say um you know he is sweet or she is nice or mm -hmm. nice looking or yeah i mean look he's not i i'm very and probably totally unreasonably a little bit protective of nicole because I think, especially when people say that she looks like a robot or, you know, her reactions to things are weird because as a neurodivergent person, my reactions to things are weird. And mm -hmm. I've been, not that I've had anything done to my face, but like my, my expressions are, uh, <laughs> I'm not always in perfect control of my facial expressions all the time. And I, I've said this before that that she might have more sensory issues than than your average gal. I think so. Um, she's so overwhelmed by Cairo. Yes. And her environment, and she can't 
quiet it. So she can't quiet herself. Yes. She can't, she can't come into herself. I'd have more sympathy for her if this weren't, if this were her first time trying this. Yeah. (laughs) But it seems like she just kind of keeps showing up on, you know, Egypt's front door going, are you different now? Is it different now? Because I would like to be here, if only if it's different. Um, This culture is thousands and thousands of years old. It's not different than it was two years ago. But is it different? Because I want it to be different. Because I want to live with this man who is nice. Who I don't actually think is all that nice. But that's just me. But yeah, I don't don't see how they make this go. He doesn't want to live in LA. I think if they were going to live somewhere, it would have to be somewhere like... Michigan, where there's mm-hmm. a decent-sized Muslim population, where at a minimum he would have a community that understands him. And I, I think he'd have to find a more conservative community. Because there's, I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of Muslims in LA. It's such a diverse city. And oh, all of sure. That. But so I think he could find a mosque and all of those things. But I think if he were looking to find a community of people, of women who cover their hair and dress very modestly, I do think like a Dearborn, Michigan or something would just be a little a little closer to that. Um, but I still don't think he would be here because she would be like, oh, well, now I'm in America so I can I can be myself. And he doesn't want her to be herself. No. Um, I think she has so little, she has historically had so little curiosity about who she is. Yeah. And what she is bringing to a relationship and what she and and the things that are actually genuinely important to her, because I promise you that if you asked her, if you could like reach into the TV and say, Nicole, what is it? What are your values? Like, what is it that you really miss? And I don't think she'd be able to, and and she'd say, I miss my friends. And then you'd go, tell me about your friends. And she'd be like, I don't know. I've never asked them anything about themselves. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, their names are Mary and Amy and Sally. (laughs) Yeah. And we hang out at the thrift store. (laughs) Yeah, I just don't feel like there's a lot of there there. No. 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 But, But yeah, she too needs to go home. And I don't know. I have this belief just because you love somebody. We sort of talked about it for love is blind too. Just because you love somebody doesn't mean you're compatible with them. Correct. And these two people are just not compatible. And neither of them are wrong. They're just not compatible. Thank you for saying that because neither of them are wrong and neither Mm -hmm. of them are right either. You know, they're just living their lives and they want very different things out of life. I am surprised we've not jumped into the baby story for them at all, just because she is 38. And I would think having children would be very important to his family, to his mother in particular. And that hasn't come up. So I wonder if, I mean, there's a theory that these two actually broke up beforehand and then got cast. And so they're going through the motions of it. And that could be it too. Um, I do love her sister-in-law though. Fatma, she is just a delight and super sweet and I yeah. would like to hang out with her. I'd like her to take me to the market, but I don't want to see a chicken be slaughtered. I will nope, own I don't my hypocrisy that. on that one. I'm okay with it. Yeah. I actually, on my flight home from Amsterdam, watched Eat, Pray, Love, which I love <laughs> it. It's 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 pablum, but I enjoy the movie. But there's the scene where she's in India and, and her friend's like, do not put your mouth on anything other than a straw. Because 
you can't basically touch anything that's touched water in India because it's going to make you sick. It just is. Um, so yeah, meat is probably the safest, but, um, but yeah, they're, they need to be done. <laughs> Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Speaking of putting your mouth on things in India. Yes, we can put our mouth. Nice segue. I appreciate that. Um, Okay. I find Randy utterly fascinating. This woman has lived a life. Um, Because I want to know how she went from working. I think she worked at Morgan Stanley. And then she came out that she was a stripper, which good on you, girl. Have fun. Um, She's also an interventionist. She's like... (laughs) this woman done um i don't think rishi is lying as much as people seem to think he is i'm not saying he's entirely on the up and up but i don't think he is as untruthful as they are making him out to be i do think some of it's a language barrier i i don't i don't think there's any deceit there Mm-mm. um i just think I, I agree that it's a language barrier to, to some extent. It's also a cultural barrier, but we're not dealing with Sumit. Like he's mm-hmm. not, he's not living a double life. As best we can appease, tell. Yeah. As, as best we can tell. I mean, and his, you know, his mother hasn't said a whole lot. So she, she could be, uh, she, she could be a difficult overbearing mother as well we haven't seen it but i don't know if anybody i don't i don't know if anyone um in this cast is comparable to mother submit in terms of their camera readiness god i love mother submit i could watch an entire show of just this woman wreaking havoc everywhere she goes i love her i She's awful. I mean, I wouldn't want her to be my mother-in-law by any stretch of the imagination, but she's fantastic television. Yeah, she sure is. And she's just, <laughs> for me, it's the, it's that unblinking insanity. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's not, that's not me diminishing mental illness. Like she would, I guarantee you that if Sumit like through for whatever reason, and this isn't a cultural thing, this is just an expression. Okay. But like if Sumit threw himself on a fire, 
mm-hmm. then she would follow him. Agreed. 100%. I I was actually surprised that she didn't fake a heart attack when she found out, or like a, a stroke when she found out that Sumit and Jenny were married. Yeah, she I was expecting. Had, I was expecting yeah. some bigger fit than than what she had. <laughs> um, I, I I do love her, but I, I think I think Rishi is. I don't think he's a bad guy. I don't I don't think he's you know the most cunning guy on the planet. I don't, I, I just don't think he's out to scam her. I think he does love Jen. Um, I think he wants to be with her. I think he's trying to roll this out to his family in a way that will help her be accepted. Mm. I, I think he's thinking if I slow roll this, this is my friend, get, get to know her, all of that versus, hi, here's here's my oldie girlfriend and we're getting married and you're going to love it. And I, I think he just knows his family a little bit, but I I am deeply going to love the um, Myra, Randy, you know, takeover of the family Ricci. I don't think intervention, first of all, I don't think that this situation calls for an intervention style meeting. And I also don't think uh, what I understand from having watched A&E's intervention, I mean, hours and hours and hours of that, because who among us wasn't obsessed with that show? I don't know anybody. Um, it was one of my favorites for a while. Oh God, the sniffing markers. Anyway, <laughs> the, the woman, who, the woman who huffed the canned air, the compressed air. Like that, I feel like that's the one that everyone goes to because that woman was just so blessedly sad. Oh God, God that hurt. Well, but, I mean, we wouldn't. None of us would be here without that, right? I mean, ninety day fiance would not exist no. without it, without it. Lalu love after lockup definitely wouldn't exist without intervention, you know. No, no. Um, but I don't see, <laughs> I don't see those kind of tactics working from what I understand about this culture. Yeah, and I just don't think it's necessary. I don't think we're we're at this point that we have to, you know, shock and awe this family with this with this girls go home or just like live in India for a week and have a great girls trip and then go away and let Jen figure out her stuff. Though I think I think Jen is probably their mess of a friend. And like oh God. you know, there's the three-way text that the three of them have and then there's the text yep. that Myra and Randy have about the yep. ridiculousness of Jen. I think that's I think that's their relationship. Um, plus, I think they're just all getting their, you know, TV time, and that's exciting. Oh, totally. I so the only thing that struck me as possibly fake about this was um, that Jen was so hyper focused on like, oh, what what were the dates of the meetings of the potential like why does that matter he's rejected all of them so what does it matter Who cares and and if he doesn't like if he doesn't remember it first of all he's not the one who made the schedule like you know his his mom and his uncle are there with the with the appointment book right right they've with got the binders the of women that they're going through to find yes. you know in the face yeah. matcher and all the things we've watched india matchmaking we know how this all works there was, yes. That was all taken care of. And he just, you know, went over to his mom's for dinner or actually he lives there. So he was having dinner and she's like, I have this new woman for you. And he's like, that's great. I'm not interested. 
Right. I mean, how many, do you like remember any of the unremarkable men you went on dates with? Not unless there's a really crazy story. No, no. Sometimes I I try to like go back through my head of thinking of all the people with whom I've been somehow romantically entangled. And like the numbers vary widely (laughs) because I can't remember or I'll be like, oh, I forgot about that guy. Like recently someone came up on Instagram. I don't know how came up as a suggested person and yeah let's let's just say he was known amongst my friends as boring sex his name so that's that's what it, that's what his contact that's that's that could have been if i'd put his name in that way that that's among my friends i mean i have i have people that i've referred to as the underwear snapper like I, i've got some i've got some date stories but yeah i can barely remember you know, some rando that I went out to dinner with once. And I think that's the same for him. He's like, I I don't know. My mom showed me a picture. I said, no. Right. And pass the Um, keys. Like, I think that's just about as serious as it was. No word of a lie. My, this was like a couple of years ago. My best friend, Emma showed me a picture or was talking about some, some guy. And of course I don't remember his name, but she was like, Oh, you remember Nathan. And I was like, no, I don't think I ever met him. And she was like, Michelle, you went out with him for like a month. She went as far as showing me a picture of him on Facebook. And I was like, nope. I've honestly no, no idea. No memory. There's That's some- amazing. But Jen has really jumped into that pool of learning how to live in India in a way that other people haven't. And I respect that. I'll be curious to see what happens with them. I could see them being together or not being together. I I don't have a strong feeling about where they'll wind up. I think I want to talk about Gabe next because it it feels a bit like I I don't know. I I didn't really get much from that segment. Like I get that his sister is overprotective. I'm exhausted whenever whenever anyone mentions the word prenup, I just mm-hmm. I just reach for my weighted blanket and self-soothe for a few minutes because I don't understand why. <laughs> why everyone jumps to that. And it seems like Gabe has built a business and he has a great product that's very much needed in the community that uses it. I think that's great. He's clearly an entrepreneur. Have at it. I, I don't get the sense that he's Warren Buffett. So I don't get the sense that like <laughs> – there are deep pockets from which Isabel could be pulling money left and right. Plus, that woman is gaga for that man. Oh, my God. They're both gaga for right? each other. They're fine. I actually felt like the whole breakfast with his mother and his sister, which, by the way, when his sister's hair is straight, she looks exactly like her mother. Driving to the air- <laughs> driving him to the airport, half the time I thought it was his sister, half the time I thought it was his mother because they look exactly the same, but I loved her with the curly hair. Um it's so I felt like that whole brunch was fraudacity because you can't tell me he's this close to his family. He's been home for two weeks and this is the first time they've seen each other. It just, it didn't. Plus he, I, I presume he doesn't have a house in Florida anymore. Yeah, you could be right. Although I, mean, I he could stay with a friend, I guess, but like that just felt that that didn't ring true for me. I, Hmm. I hear that. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna blanket disagree with that. What I, what I would add to that is that I, from what I've observed, 
he's very avoidant. Oh, yeah. He has an avoidant attachment style. Yes. And I can sort of see him being, I can see him kind of like <laughs> being one of those people who comes back in town and then like, and is, you know, in your neighborhood or in your city or whatever for like three weeks. And then 48 hours before flying home, we'll call you and be like, hey, I only have like limited slots available. I only have, you know, right. can you meet me for a drink at this time? And I'm like, well, why didn't you tell me? Like, oh, it was a last minute thing for three weeks. Right. Yeah. I can totally okay. see that. Yeah. He is that guy. Um, also, <laughs> I don't know if you noticed, and I noticed this last week. He is, first of all, he has a lot of tattoos, which fine, whatever. He has a huge compass rose tattoo on his scalp. Yes. I only noticed that this week. Yeah. That was fascinating to me. First, I, if I were to get like the big like forearm tattoo, which I'm not going to get, but were I to, it would be a compass row. So I was like, oh, I feel I feel bonded to him. But he's he's a fascinating guy to me. I I really, really genuinely, without being snarky in any way, shape, or form, which I usually am, but I'm not in this moment. I love how they're telling this story. And I love how they're telling the trans experience from his perspective, not from other people, not what other people are throwing on him. It is genuinely his experience and i feel like i feel like matt sharp's actually doing really well with this one which i was real nervous about i i have to admit like for the first episode i had my fingers like over my eyes like oh god please don't please don't mess this up please don't oh sure jerk. and he they've done that yeah. beautifully and i i genuinely believe that the two of them are very happy and very in love um but yeah this this week didn't leave a lot there um i'm worried about next week i don't want his sister to be mean Isabel because his, she's so you know, sweet but this could be the edit they always get us with the edit I think his sister is mean there's there's nothing and no one that would ever motivate me to be that nasty to be awful to someone that my that my brother or my sister or even my friend loved yeah you know I just that's so anathema to me I could not treat someone I, first of all, I think the privilege that, that like, I don't know, really know what the word for it is, but like that assumed privilege, that kind of like entitlement is the word I was looking for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're like, oh, I get to, I get to be the judge of you in this situation and I can treat you horribly. Why? Because of some determination I've made before I even met you. It's one thing if they like, if she had watched Isabel be terrible to Gabe over and over again, and then finally was like, I'm done. I'm putting my foot down. You right. can't treat my brother this way. But she's just meeting this woman. And I don't know. I think I want to be friends with Isabel. I think she's a delight. Um, I want to be friends. Actually, I really want to be friends with her daughter. Her daughter seems really awesome. Um, but both of her kids seem awesome. And I think that's who she is. And I like how they're embracing the four of them as a family. And they're going to be fine. I think they're creating drama because they're okay. I really don't want Gabe to fuck this up. I don't either. And I feel like he could because he doesn't have his emotional shit together in quite the way no. that Isabel appears to. Um, no. I don't think he's ready to be married. I don't think he's ready to be a parent, to yeah. be a step-parent. I he's don't think very he's young ready. And it has nothing to do he's, with his age. He's just very young. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but of everyone on the season, I have the most hope for them. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, even if it doesn't work out, I hope, 
that I hope that Gabe would still be proud of himself. He should be. And I hope telling his story beautifully and he's, yes, I just think he's a dear soul and I wish him nothing but the best. And I, I, I I like you. I think he is insanely brave. Not insanely, because he's not insane. Incredibly brave. Um, to go on a global stage, particularly in this day and age, and tell, tell his very real lived experience. And I think that's lovely. And I don't generally give Matt Sharp props for how he handles things, but I feel like this story has been handled perfectly. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, speaking of someone who is not Warren Buffett. <laughs> Last but not least... Oh, not la- that. Well, oh, who are we missing? We're missing Chris and Jamie. Oh, snap. Yeah. Okay. First of all, I need your opinion on this. Okay. I feel like Chris looks like a skinnier, kind of broke down version of Tina Fey. I can see that. And I kind of can't unsee it. Um, Particularly in her confessionals, because I think in her confessionals, she looks beautiful. I think most of the time she looks kind of like a hot mess. But. Um, I think she's really beautiful in her confessionals. I think she looks like Tina Fey. Yeah, I can totally. <laughs> this this woman, um, she's a piece of work. I feel like we're, we've now get, we're going to get to the two Amer- most piece of work Americans <laughs> yeah. for our last two. Um, yeah, I, I'm not going to say Jamie is you know a perfect creature who has done no wrong. I think she's probably very high maintenance. Um, I think some of that comes from probably the experience of being a Venezuelan refugee in Colombia. Mm-hmm. God knows mm-hmm. what she had to go through to be in Venezuela, to get out of Venezuela. That is not a place you want to be in the world right now. So I can only imagine the things that she's gone through and how she's probably just really looking for security. She wants a nice home. She wants a nice partner. She wants to know where her next meal is coming from. She doesn't want to live in a war-torn country. Um, and then she picked up this woman who... Okay. How is she doing day laboring <laughs> jobs if she had such a bad neck she couldn't get out of bed for their first five her first five days in Colombia? I have so many questions about this woman. <laughs> Sister, I think <laughs> what we're looking at is pretty severe opiate withdrawal. I think so too. Um I I broke my well, I didn't do it on purpose. Whenever, whenever people say like, "Oh, I broke my arm" or something, it sounds it always sounds like you did it on purpose. Right, like I smacked it against a pole so I could break it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one signs up I, for that. I was in a. <laughs> this was like I guess it was in 2011 or 2012. I was um, horseback riding, and I I have no love. For horses, I should I should say that you know um, I'll do respect to the equine community, but it's, it's horses scare me. They well and rightly so. I mean they are very powerful death mm-hmm. machines. Um, so I broke my pelvis was broken Ooh. upon being thrown off a horse, and uh, I have I cannot tolerate opiates i have a severe reaction like they put me on morphine immediately and it was like projectile vomit oh no not fun Mm -mm. i just no so like i but you know i imagine the withdrawal is like 
when you're when you are used to taking them, especially for pain, is mm-hmm. like a thousand times worse than not being able to tolerate them and and them making you sick. Oh, for sure. Right. I mean, there's a reason we have an opioid epidemic because once you're hooked, getting off of them is awful, and Ugh. there's it's it's bad. And I I have empathy for Chris. I think she's a, a physically ill person. Um, what that illness comes from doesn't really matter. She's clearly dealing with a lot of physical illness. Um, you know, I think there's there's no fault. I think they are each responsible for having engaged in a reckless affair that is based entirely on magical thinking. Yeah. Yes. I think they met, they fell in love, whatever that looked like. You know, you and I talked about this also. You can fall in love quickly, but they have no sense of their own compatibility. I think that they thought they'd be together. I don't actually, I don't know what Chris thought. The fact that, you know, within two weeks, she's already out of money and all of this. I My guess is she was probably trying to escape where she was and thinking, if I magically show up in Colombia with this woman I love, I'll be good. I'll be happy. It'll be fine. But oh, the way, oh, by the way, everywhere you go, there you are. Like I almost moved to Seattle when I was 23 years old because I was miserable. And I thought, oh, if I go to Seattle, everything will be better. But it's like, oh, no, I I, I will come with myself. <laughs> I, I will also be bringing myself. And so that change in locale will not change me. Um, and I feel like Chris might have gone through some of that as well. That is some fantastic insight because uh, I thought that moving here would make me happy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and And some – 15 years later, I, I definitely took my issues with me. I can, I can say that. And I, and I'm so grateful that I did it. I mean, obviously look, look where I am now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I ain't been dicked down for about a week now. That's, that's, that's the biggest thing I have to complain about, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get your In husband real on terms. that, man. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Well, he's tired from his book report oh. research. Boys and their book reports. He's Priorities, had to. He's, he's had to go to the library and take out. Come at. Come at us if you remember card catalogs and having to do actual <laughs> research. Oh God, no! Research. I, I go back to the microfiche machines in the library at the University of Delaware. But um, yeah, I tried to explain card catalogs to a teen circa 2008 who actually had gone to the same high school I did. They had no idea what the hell I was talking about. No clue. But I've said for years, I want to find like a 10 or 11-year-old boy, find his favorite movie, Star Wars, whatever it might be, probably Marvel now, something like that, find their favorite movie and give them an unrewound VHS tape and have them figure out how to watch this movie. I think that would just be very funny to watch some small child try to figure this out. Oh, God. Not (laughs) as long as My stepson's appalled that I have DVDs. Like, how can I even still have those? So he would have no idea what to do. It'd be great. Gosh. Well, my stepson would be well up for that, um, but it would come with <laughs> it would come with a, a never ending barrage of questions. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would really be a punishment for you for me. Yeah, yeah. Let's not do that. <laughs> this needs to be done again. Somebody needed to. There were so many red flags. Mm-hmm. You know. Jamie, you had so much notice of what 
this woman was going to behave like, and you chose to forgive her again and again. And now, now you want her to come back for what? Right. To talk this out. There's nothing to come back. There's nothing to talk out. They, they both bail on each other. They both, these are two people who are not ready to be in a relationship. And unfortunately they found each other um, and they need to unfind each other. You know what? They're brought, they're probably both on to the next. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's this, and it's the same magical thinking. Uh, it's the same love bombing. It's the same, you know. This is who I would like to be, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and make this fit. Yeah. Um, and it won't. No, it won't. Now, now we can stop being nice and start getting real and, oh, and talk about Danielle. Okay. Okay. Um, I. So her former paramour, we don't seem to have a true sense of what their relationship was, Talon, other than they banged. I mean, the way that he was talking about it she was made it mentor. sound like she was his mom. <laughs> she was his mentor. She was his teacher. I don't want to learn a thing from Danielle other than potentially how to keep my hair that curly. Because again, I'm going to come back to my desire to have curly hair because I don't. So basically anyone who has curly hair is someone who I want to be when I grow up. Um how anybody could look at this woman and think that there's something to learn from her is beyond me. Um, I, I do agree with, um, with, with our, our friends, um, Matt and Jake, that they're on two different shows and no one has yet to tell him that he is not on 90 day fiance. Um, and that he is now stuck with this raging narcissistic asshole. This woman sucks. When when last week she was talking about how everything she does is for him, mm-hmm. um, it's staggering to me that she could think that and really believe that, but I think that she does. I think she does as well. I think that she – I think that her attitude is that she is truly a gift to anyone whose life she enters and, and that she does have all this – all this to give it's it's always the wrong <laughs> i i feel like about 65% of the time it's always the wrong people who feel that they have something to give the world and a message that needs to be conveyed yeah. and it's those people who have the confidence to share their supposed gifts with the world right um it's almost always the wrong person. And she's definitely in that position. And this also confirmed for me that she doesn't care how he feels, how Johan feels at all. No. Uh, it's demand, 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 demand. Um, and these circular conversations. And I don't, and look, I don't think he has the emotional literacy to explain to her uh, when you blatantly and flagrantly continue to condescend to me, to disregard my cultural background, to diminish my feelings, to walk away from me when you don't like what I have to say or when you don't like what my answer is to your questions, that hurts me mm-hmm. and makes me feel small. And unloved and insignificant. And the way that you can prove to me 
that that you're hearing me and that you're considering me is this one gesture is is you you give up spending time with someone who you know you claim is an individual of of no great consequence to you right if it, like if it's not that deep if your relationship with him wasn't that significant then why do you have to keep this person in your life oh i know it's because this is someone who kisses your ass. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like Veruca Salt. I want what I want and I want it now. And she's just a brat. And I, you know, I, I think back to the video she made where she's like, you all are just haters because you're jealous of me. And it's like, like I said, the only thing I'm jealous of her is her curly hair. I would take that. Otherwise, there's nothing about her I'm jealous about because she's just not a kind person. And she mocks everybody else, but wants everybody to take her beliefs very seriously. Like, clearly he is a Christian that is important to him. But she mocks him for it. Never mind that she's kicking coconuts around the house. And no aspersions on that. If she believes that that does something for them, fantastic. But you can't at the same time make fun of someone else's beliefs when you want someone to take your beliefs seriously. Um, And I also think Baba or whatever her guru spiritual advisor person is i forget what actual term she uses for him um i think he is just um i think he's just cha-chinging and cashing her totally. out and just you know i'll i'll tell you to go plant a banana tree that'll be 20 dollars straight to my venmo account thank you very much maybe that maybe he maybe she gave him her easy pass transponder and that's how all the tolls because <laughs> she's just paying for baba to drive around new york city Again, I her greatest sin for me is uh, is just her total disregard and complete lack of interest in Johan as a human, yeah, as a person with feelings. No, she doesn't care I, about him. I th- yeah, I do have a question for you. You have the choice mm-hmm. of going on a retreat with Danielle or going to one of Mary Brown's real life retreats at her bed and breakfast in Parowan. Which are you choosing? Okay, that is so creepy because n- no word of a lie. I bought a Danielle wig today on Amazon <laughs> and I was going to film myself doing a phone call where Danielle is hyping up Mary to do her. I swear to God, Amanda. <laughs> uh, this is why we are connected right there. Yeah. Swear up and down, kiss the ground. That was that was my move. So, um, yeah, I... That is exactly what Mary lacks, in my view. The confidence, yeah. The confidence and the. I mean, the MLM BS boss babe confidence, but that's all. You could flick that off of her in a second because it's not real. I think Mary has the the toolkit, but I think her tools are broken, and she doesn't know which ones to use where. Yeah, she's she's just a sad, sad sack. Oh boy. Yeah. But yeah, we could have a a um wellness retreat, you know, duel. Mary versus yeah. Danielle. I, I think I'd prefer Danielle's only because I'd get to go to Dominican Republic and that feels a lot nicer than Parowan, Utah. But Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um I, I feel like there's better struggle. cocktails. I feel like there would just be better cocktails at Danielle's retreat. Mm. I think she would be one of those people who would be like, you can only have, you have to like starve yourself because remember you have to, 
the first step is, or not the first step, but one of the criteria of building a, a cult is you have to deprive people That's of true. sleep and protein. True. Right? Yeah, and, she wouldn't let us have sugar. fun food. Mary, no. however, would make us really dry Rice Krispie treats. So, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Amanda. Robin sends his warmest regards and his deepest gratitude to you. My pleasure. And- his love to all the listeners as well. He will come back. And like I said, he'll, he'll be around for the coronation station celebration. <laughs> um, so, you know, but, but rest assured, however much you miss him, I, I miss him too. Cause I actually have to be in the house and not see him as much. So. Yes. All right. Okay. We will see you next week. We'll see you soon. Take care, everybody. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.